Hi, welcome. If you are reopening your restaurant after COVID restrictions have been lifted in your area, or maybe you have done a refurb or you closed down for holidays or any period of time where your restaurant was closed, you will want to listen to the end of today's episode because today I will give you a very practical rundown and list of things that you need to remember marketing-wise when you are reopening your restaurant after a while. Welcome to Restaurant Marketing Podcast, a place where I share my tips and advice on how to market your restaurant, tell your story online, reach more potential guests and make your hospitality business a bit easier to run. My name is Marta and I've worked in hospitality marketing for the past 10 years, mainly in PR, marketing and social media. I'm your social media gal for restaurants, but I have also worked in restaurants. I was a waitress and assistant manager. Uh, so when you're saying you, ha- you are busy, I know the drill. I know what a busy service looks like. Uh, so because I have reopened restaurants after a refurb and uh, where I'm based in Europe, restaurants have already been reopened after COVID restrictions have been lifted. So I have a little bit more experience um, about reopening restaurants than you might. So listen up. Um, if you're cooking or driving, don't worry about uh, having to remember everything one by one. I have prepared a, a very practical checklist for you to download from restaurantmarketingshow.com forward slash episode forward slash three so go to the website sign up and download a free downloadable pdf checklist where you can literally just tick off everything that i'm saying in this episode so if your restaurant has been closed for a while whether you uh, have been doing a refurb or maybe you are a seasonal venue where you close down for a part of the year or maybe because we are now in the midst of finally reopening our places for our guests after COVID restrictions have been, uh, have been lifted. And this is different from parts to, to different parts of the world and from province to province. But let's just imagine that you are either a few weeks in of reopening your venue or you are just about to open. So even if you have opened, uh, stay with me. Uh, I hope that you can get some practical tips from this episode as well. I know you're busy. I've been there. I've reopened restaurants uh, several times now and I know how it is that you have to make sure that your team is properly trained, that your kitchen is stacked and your bar is organized and all of your finances are in check and the place is clean and spotless, etc, etc. And all of your procedures are done again after, uh, after your team has been off for a while. I know, I know, I know it's busy, but if you forget about marketing, you will be so, so busy and very, very hectic up till the moment when you open your doors and then crickets, nothing happens. No one enters your building. How dismotivating this is. Uh, and to be honest, I have done a refurb and reopened a restaurant when this happened. We were all so involved in making sure that the place is spotless and that the bar display looks amazing and that the team is trained and our menu is delicious. We've forgotten about social media and we've forgotten about getting people to know that we are reopening. Yes, I posted a few things on Facebook and Instagram, but I wasn't really that involved in that. Well, I should have been more involved in that part side of the business. So when we reopened after a few weeks of being closed down for a refurbishment, literally no one came in for the first few hours. My boss was furious that obviously we were so busy, we've forgotten about this. One very important 
issue that is marketing and making sure everyone knows that you're opening. So just to make sure this doesn't happen to you and when you reopen your doors and you are ready to welcome your guests, whether it's just for the outside dining area or you're inviting your guests back inside your restaurant, here's a few things that you need to remember. So first, I grouped all of the tasks into a few sort of items that, so, it, so it's a little bit easier for you to follow. So first, let's take into consideration your menu. Obviously, you and your team are making everything, it's everything in your power to make the menu as delicious as possible. If you are reopening after COVID restrictions, you might have been operating for um, you might have been operating consistently for the past few few months, but it was a different operational model, right? You were mainly focusing on your deliveries and takeout. So I presume your menu has changed over the past few months, right? Some of the dishes you have crossed out of your of your menu because they don't really travel well, or your food cost there. If you add your packaging and delivery cost, it was just not making sense to have that item on the menu. So. Presumably, I'm going to assume that you have changed your menu or slightly adapted it to the delivery and takeout um, operational model. So now that you're going back into inviting your guests in, you might want to rethink some of the items. I don't want you to change the menu completely. That's first of all. Um, let's see what, look at your reports and see what was selling, what was your best selling dish on the menu for the past few months. So if, it's, it was, if it was a burger or a pizza or a pasta dish, keep it on your menu. So keep those best-selling dishes on for all of the guests, those guests that discovered you during lockdown. So all of the guests that discovered you through different delivery apps or maybe they took takeout from you for the first time and they really, really liked your dishes, you don't want them to be disappointed that those favorite dishes have disappeared from the menu. So keep those best-selling dishes on, but add a little bit few extras that you were mainly famous for before lockdown, right? So let's see, maybe you have changed a little bit things that you added on your menu um, or maybe adapted the dishes that you were famous for for delivery. Let's go back to the roots, right? So all of the dishes that you were so famous for and your guests were coming back for over and over that you were praised on social media and in all of your guests' reviews. Let's just keep those dishes on. So you keep the best-selling dishes that you had for your delivery and takeout. You add the dishes that you were famous for before the whole COVID extravaganza and then you add few extra new items. We are in at the end of May, beginning of June coming up, so we really all crave those summer items. So think about the, all of the seasonal vegetables and fruits that you can add into either your cocktail menu or into your dishes. Just add a little bit more of salads. The whole, it's very trendy to go vegan or vegetarian. You might not be a vegan or vegetarian friendly place, that's fine, you don't need to be. But even if you add one or two options for people who are not carnivals or maybe they just want something fresh and seasonal at this time of the year, think about adding maybe a one or two dishes onto your menu that is very seasonal, very fresh and sort of light and summery breeze. Let's just think about this. So once you've got all of the dishes and I'm sure that everything tastes amazing, um, Think about how you're going to market it. So how you're going to tell your guests what you're offering. So first, create a PDF or a JPEG. So like a, a menu that you actually will be handling to your guests to the tables. But make sure it's also readable on the mobile phone screen. 
So if you have a lot of items on your menu, so say your drinks options are very, very extended and you have a very long wine list, it's difficult to cramp everything into one A4 page, right? So your regular uh, printer side. Make sure that you, if you create a menu that is pretty and sort of, you can unfold it at the table, make sure you create a different design that is easy to read online. It will be very important for your guests to see what they can order from you online before they even enter your venue. Let me, let me say that almost, um, say, 80%, I think it was 82% of guests who are booking a table with you will be looking at your menu online before they come. So you want to make sure that the menu that you put on Facebook, the menu that you display on Instagram, your Google page, your website, Yelp and TripAdvisor, these are the places that you want to make sure that the menu is updated and it's easy to read. 93% actually percent of people who are looking through social media, they are now using their mobile phone screens. So make sure it's easy and easy to read on a small screen as well. So don't cramp everything into a small page and then sort of see what happens. Also make sure that it's consistent. So all of the design is pretty and thought through. And if your branding is let's say yellow and green, keep the same branding on the page that you are giving to your guests, so the menu that you handle at the table and the menu that you post online. So this is the menu tasks, right? Make sure that you add your best-selling dishes, the dishes you're famous for and some seasonal pizzazz to it. Um, create a JPEG or a PDF file that you can then print out and give it to your guests at the table, which will be pretty. But also think about it, how it will look like when it's uploaded online to your Facebook, Instagram and all of the other websites so that it's easy for your guests to look through when they are online, right? So we've got the menu option. The second thing that you need to think about is your opening hours. We tend to forget to update them. So if you were closed for a while, you probably changed your opening hours to either closed or permanently closed, or maybe you adapted your opening hours to your takeout and delivery mode, right? So you weren't opened that late at night, or maybe you weren't opening for breakfast, which will, you will be now doing when you're welcoming your guests back. So sit down with your team, write down all of your new opening hours. Um, I know that this, this sounds obvious to you, but uh, that sometimes just slips through our minds and we forget to inform all of the team and our guests when we will be expecting them. And then once you've got those written down, and uh, especially if you have different times of serving drinks and food, make sure you write that down as well. And then upload it and update it on all of your social media as well. Uh, that includes your Instagram bio, if you include your opening hours there. That includes your Facebook, that includes your Google page, Yelp and TripAdvisor. Don't forget about that. I know it's a lot, but it's five places that you need to remember when you go into your opening hours. The worst thing that can happen is having different opening hours on your Facebook page and different opening hours on your Google. That turns your guests into a complete blackout. They don't know, be, believe me, maybe some of them will call you to find out what is actually correct, but some of them will just give up and book a place where they know exactly is open from this to that time, right? So make sure you do that. So confirm with you and your team what opening hours will be, you will be operating on and then update your Facebook, Instagram, website, Yelp, TripAdvisor and Google, which is very important, Google. I hope you have access and admin access to all of this, those accounts. If you don't, please feel free to DM me on the Restaurant Marketing Podcast on Instagram and I'll be happy to help with some instructions on how to take 
care of the pages from the admin side. Right, so these are the menu items and the opening hours. The third part of the agenda for today is your bio and descriptions. So think about all of the things that you want your guests to remember about you. So when they hear the name of your restaurant, what do you want them to think? What are the items, the cuisine you're selling? Maybe it's your location that you're famous for, or maybe you have a fantastic team, etc., etc. These are your unique selling points that you want to make sure you include in your descriptions. So whether it's the description on your website, the short bio in Instagram, and the short description on Facebook, you want to make sure that they are consistent and they are very similar. We don't want to have a different description on your website where you say, we are a famous family-run Italian pizzeria. And then on your Instagram bio, you have pastas and Italian food uh, for generations. And on Facebook, you say that you have say pizza and pasta place. You want to make sure that you write Instagram bio is actually a great place to start. It limits you to having only 150 characters uh, to write a description of what you are about. So when, if you include opening hours there, make sure you remember to check and correct them when you're reopening your restaurant and write a few sentences or maybe just uh, just bullet points of things that you want your guests to associate your restaurant with, whether it's a cuisine, a certain dish, or a feeling, an element of emotional attachment, let's say, that they have with your venue, with your restaurant. Put that on in the bio and then stick to the same words and the same describers on your website, on your Google page and on your Facebook. Consistency in restaurant marketing is key. Guests have so many other restaurants to choose from, so many other bakeries, so many other cafes, pizzerias, and the fact that you serve great food, you have fantastic atmosphere, and you have a lovely decor doesn't make you different. What we want to make sure is that your guests remember how different you are and in the exact spots that you want them to remember you for. So whether it's a brilliant dish or atmosphere or your location or something that you want your guests to associate you with, this is what you put in your bio and your description. So reopening after a while, maybe the COVID restrictions have been lifted and you're welcoming your guests back again. This is a great start, a place to stop for a second and write down those, those unique selling points that you want your guests to remember you for. And include them in your bio and your descriptions everywhere online so it's easier for you to then market yourself and differentiate yourself on the market. So first we had the menu, then we had the opening hours, now we had the bio and the description. Fourth point of today's agenda is safety measures. So this won't be as relevant to you if you are reopening after a refurb or after your holiday period. I hope that someday in the future we all will forget the name COVID and everything will go back to normal and maybe you're listening to this episode way, way down the line. But if you are op- listening it to it in the first quarter of 2020, one, we are lifting COVID restrictions and very important thing to add to your social media campaign is the safety measures. Remember that some of your guests will be very, very anxious and very, they can't wait to get back to your restaurant. They've been locked down at home for way too long and they are really, really craving to go outside, meet other people, enjoy a drink outside. But there will be a large following of guests that are still sort of kind of icky about going back to crowded places, which restaurants essentially will be. So you want to make sure you're telling your guests all of the safety measures that you and your team are undertaking 
to make sure everyone is safe virus related and virus wise. So if you are checking your employees temperature when they come into work, whether you're uh, disinfecting tables more often or maybe you have a different cleaning procedures or maybe you're wearing masks or face shields or maybe you're um, using QR codes instead of a printed out menus, etc, etc. You want to create a series of Instagram stories, maybe a carousel or Instagram and a large Facebook post when you outline everything that you're doing to make sure your guests are feeling safe and secure in the crowded environment of your restaurant. This is really important. This sort of puts your guests at ease and when they have several restaurants to choose from and you sort of make them feel a little bit more secure and safe, they will choose your restaurants over others. Obviously, some of the guidelines and safety measures that you are undertaking are strictly, strictly following your regional guidelines. So they might not be different than all of your competitors, but showing it to your guests and explaining how it works and Maybe some of the procedures will also include them, as in you have to wear your mask when you're moving around the restaurant or where you're going to the restroom, you need to put the face mask on, etc., etc. You want to make sure that you inform everyone around what's happening uh, so there is no surprise when they enter your building. And also informing your guests how it looks, how it looks and how it feels and what they will be expected and what they can expect from you will just put them at ease. Next point on the agenda today is updating your website. I already mentioned that you want to make sure you check your opening hours and you update your menu so it's the one that is actually going to be live in your restaurant. Believe me, I've seen it so many times that restaurants changes their menu. They maybe even communicate it on Facebook and Instagram, but forget to change it on their website. So when a guest is booking their table with you and then they check what's uh, on the menu, they look through the menu that is actually not available anymore. And the disappointment is really, really difficult to come back from. So let's say someone books a table for lunch with you. They check your menu on your website and they think that they're going to order filet mignon. That, that actually sounds brilliant. And they're actually looking forward to eating that filet mignon in two, three days time when they're actually arriving to your restaurant. Imagine the disappointment when you're saying, actually, sorry, we don't have that filet mignon today, but we have a beautiful ribeye steak. They're, they're fine with it, they order the steak and the steak is done beautifully, perfectly, nothing's wrong with it. But they didn't come to visit you for that ribeye steak. They came in with the intention of ordering filet mignon. So the disappointment will be, let's just say they won't be leaving you a raving positive review unless something else happens. Um, they will be okay with it, the experience will be nice, but it's not exceeding their expectations, what we want in hospitality, so that guests remember us. Uh, the, the whole experience will be fine. We don't want fine, we want spectacular. So make sure that you update your menu on the website to do the, avoid the disappointment of your guests when they arrive and they can't order what they already had in mind for you. One last thing that I want you to remember is don't forget about deliveries. So we've seen that last year. So when the first wave of COVID rolled in in Europe and most of the restaurants were closed and that was for about two, three months. And then for, for the summer, the COVID restrictions were lifted and restaurants were able to welcome their guests back again. And everyone in the industry thought, wow, 
the worst is over. We just have to recuperate for the few, few months that we've been locked down for and we're good to go. Where suddenly the second wave hit and the restaurants had to close down again, now for a much longer period of time. So we don't want this to happen again to you. And all of the hard work you did within the last year and a half, make your deliveries popular to invite your guests in to do takeouts and to uh, include your menu and your restaurant to as many third-party options as possible and sort of getting by with the deliveries. Now that your restaurant is open, think of deliveries and takeout as the second leg of your business. So you have a business standing on two firm legs. One is your restaurant and your dining inside. And second is the deliveries that you worked so hard for for the past year. Don't give this up. Maybe a third, fifth or hundredth wave of COVID won't happen. But this is something that has never happened in the history of humankind, I think. Even during Second World War, the restaurants and cafes and bars were still operating as usual. And thinking about this and knowing that COVID closed down most of the restaurants in Europe for the few months is kind of scary. I don't want you to repeat the same mistakes that you did, you might have done last year. So if you worked really hard for your deliveries to start finally making some money, don't forget about them. Don't forget about communicating this still to your guests when they're dining in-house or on your social media. So for once in a while, maybe once a week, add a post or add a communication or maybe an Instagram story where you're describing what your guests can order and where from. Just keep those uh, interested guests and the guests that you gained from different delivery apps, just keep them engaged in that a part of your business and use your guests that are coming to dine in-house and inside or maybe in your garden area keep them as your ambassadors and make sure that you post some flyers or posters or table stands or maybe in your restrooms logos of the um, of the apps that they can order from or a menu or just a note saying don't forget that if you are staying at home or you don't feel like going out or something an excuse or you just want to chill the evening in make sure you remember that you can order from here and here and here. This is our menu online. Don't forget about your deliveries. Don't make the same mistakes that a lot of restaurants did last year. And even if the fifth COVID wave doesn't happen, uh, which we really, really hope for, the deliveries can still be a very important part of your business. Online deliveries and online ordering is not going away. All of the trends and all of the tech trends are showing that more and more people actually want to order food in and they want to stay at home and order from a quality restaurant. Obviously, not every dish can travel, blah, 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 but make sure that if you did all of the hard work during the last year and a half and your deliveries are somehow successful, don't forget about them now. Don't close your restaurant. Don't just focus on your guests in-house. Make sure you keep communicating the delivery options to them on your social media. So that was it, uh, the rundown of things that marketing-wise I don't want you to forget when you're reopening your restaurant after COVID restrictions have been lifted. So make sure you update your menu, that you add the current opening hours to all of the social media and all of the websites available, that you change your bio and description on Facebook, Instagram and everywhere online so it's very easy and consistent so your guests can easily remember you. Update your website and don't forget about deliveries. Add some communication about safety measures that your guests can expect from you as a restaurant to make them feel a little bit safer to quickly and to quickly come back to your restaurant happily and spend money that we all crave for. Thank you very much for listening. Make sure you download the free PDF checklist from restaurantmarketingshow.com 
forward slash episode forward slash three. I hope you enjoyed this. Please go to Instagram and follow me on Restaurant Marketing Podcast. My name is Marta. Don't forget to subscribe on the podcast app you're listening to this on. Thank you very much for listening to the end. Don't forget to go to restaurantmarketingshow.com forward slash episode forward slash three to, dan- to download a free checklist for your reopening marketing tasks. Thank you very much and I see you in the next episode. Cheers. Bye.